Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm getting to feel a little bit better. We've been kind of down in the, I don't know what we've had this week, but we've not been feeling really good. But we've managed to come and do the show and get the main work done and go home. And so I think we're going to stay a little longer today and work a little harder. So anyway, we are thankful for that. The Lord created our human body to repair and to heal itself. That's what one of my daughter-in-laws told me, who who has a Ph.D., so I believe her. (laughs) Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, Father, I ask that you will make us a righteous people. May we hunger and thirst for your righteousness. Put that within us, Father. Forgive us. For we have been prodigal children, and it's time, it's past time that we come home to you, Abba Father. We thank you, we acknowledge you, that you are God over all, creator of all life, our Savior, our King. Only you, the great Jehovah, the great I Am, are is God over all. Inspire us, Father, to follow your word, to be that light. Would you be that light on our path, O Father, that we might be your instrument of love and truth. I ask that you bless today's show. And may I be your voice. Father, For such a time as this, here am I, send me. Send me, Abba Father. Equip me and strengthen me and bless me. Not for me, but for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Picture this. You walk into a room and immediately you have that sense that something isn't right here. I think today they call that spidey sense, you know, like Spider-Man. But we all have that sense that something isn't right. I've had that feeling about our nation for a very, very long time. Then little little things started being revealed to me. Perhaps it was the political rhetoric that no longer made sense. The term democracy. America was established as a constitutional republic, but they never speak of that. They just talk about democracy. Social programs being legislated one after the other to help, but they come with that fine print 
control. Giving away of U.S. money, the debt that we're in. And now we keep giving, but we have to borrow to give. Does that make sense? We're broke, but give to other nations. Give to pet projects of legislators and more. They just give and give and give. But there's nothing left to give. School choice. I am absolutely for school choice. But when you stop and think about it, if there are schools that are so horrible that they're not teaching these children anything, shouldn't that be corrected? And why isn't it? Why don't they even talk about it? Or get rid of them. They're a waste of money. Abortion. I've always been against abortion for moral and religious reasons for me. But now abortion is a huge industry harvesting baby parts for sale. We only thought Hitler was a sicko. It wasn't enough to say abortion is okay. They want you, the American people, to pay for it. And if you recall, both parties are in on this. Oh, the Republicans will preach, no, we don't want abortion. But they do nothing to defund it. Immigration. We allow the immigration laws, which Congress passed, to be broken over and over and over again. We have now an invasion going on across the border, and it's been going on for a long time. It slowed down during the Trump era, but it's been going on for a long time. And then they speak of forgiveness and amnesty. Really, except for any of you who voted for Donald Trump, you're not going to get forgiven. Trade negotiations. Even when it was evident that NAFTA, CAFTA, and GATT and others were costing America jobs, they did nothing. Do these things make sense to you? Can you enter the room and just have that sense that something is wrong here? Voting laws. This is the biggie of the day. According to these talking heads, these heads of states talking, you must get a passport to travel, an ID that you are vaccinated, but to have an ID that you're a U.S. citizen is racist in order to vote? In fact, even to think that you should be a citizen is racist. Think about this. Something in this room is not right. Nothing makes sense. Violence and crime. There are places across this nation releasing violent criminals or not arresting them. Resisting arrest is no longer a crime in some areas. So we see a rising crime and violence across the nation, and they scratch their heads and wonder why. Nothing makes sense. None of this makes sense to a free nation. And with that... I think we must conclude that we are not a free nation, nor are we a free people. Free and independent people do not look to government for help each time they deem themselves to be in trouble. The left has been promising to fundamentally change America, and they have done it. But those on the right played a large part, a large hand in it as well. It goes back to that first thing that I noticed that was not right. 
the cries for democracy. Remember when? Do you remember Anthony and Tiso, who was my guest several times years ago? And he wrote a series of articles for the pen. I still have ambitions to start that back up again. U.S. Incorporated. I spoke with him yesterday, and I told him I still have people asking for all nine of those articles. Since I started in radio nearly 20, 26 years ago, wow, <laughs> I, I didn't even think I was 26 years old. <laughs> I have had the pleasure and experience to meet many people, even those that I've never seen their face. Tony Antiso is one of them. This week he sent me an apology for not staying in touch. Bless his heart. And then he called. Then I called him. Well, he'd lost his wife, which I had known had happened. And he's been grieving and fighting his way back. He was the main caretaker for her. She had a long, a long battle with, uh, I believe she had MS. In the meantime, he went to school. He went to Hillsdale College. And he got his degree. And he has done some investigating and digging into our history even more than he had before. And he has written about it. What's wrong in the room? He's written about what's wrong in the room. That's my words. The title of what he wrote is called The Congressional Deception of the American People from 1777 through the present. It's very, very interesting. I haven't got it all read yet, but we're going to talk about it a little bit, and he will be on the air coming up here in a few weeks. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Have you ever noticed when you walked in the room, something's not right? Well, something ain't right. That's for sure and for certain. And we'll be right back. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224. That's 888 888- 316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America because the light's on. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. The Congressional Deception of the American People from 1777 through the present. And it's just a small per, uh, periodical. I mean, it's just a small pamphlet that he's written. Um and he will be on, Anthony and Tiso will be on with me in a couple of weeks. And I think this will take a series of shows. Um, it's going to try to, he's going to try and get the booklet ready. He didn't really have it printed like in hundreds or thousands. He just has printed like 50 at a time or so. And he's just got somebody there locally doing that for him. So it's not been economical. And he's not trying to make money, but he's not a rich man either. So I told him, we need to figure this out. But like me, he's out to save a nation, to bring America home. Today I have a lot on my mind. I don't know why, but I do. When I speak to someone like Tony, who is so intent on truth, I'm encouraged. And this morning, when Rudy and I were reading our devotionals, This is what it was. No fear of failure. The Proverbs 28.1, the wicked flee when no one is pursuing, but the righteous are bold as a lion. When will we ever learn that there are no hopeless situations, truly, only people who have grown hopeless about them? What appears as an unsolvable problem to us is actually a rather exhilarating challenge. 
People who inspire others are those who see invisible bridges at the end of dead-end streets. There was a cabinet meeting in London during the darkest days of Second World War. France had just capitulated. Prime Minister Churchill outlined the situation in its starkest colors. Quite literally, the tiny British Isle stood alone. Grim faces stared back at him in stoic silence. Despair and thoughts of surrender were written all over their faces. The visionary statesman momentarily remained silent, lit a cigar, showed a hint of smile, and with a twinkle in his eye, responded to that dispirited company of officials. Gentlemen, I find it rather inspiring. What a great line. No wonder people followed this man. Fear of failure never entered his mind. Today, for us, failure is not an option, America. Experience has shown that even under the best forms of government, those entrusted with power have in time and by slow operations perverted it into tyranny. Those are words of Thomas Jefferson. And that, my friend, is the left and right of it. We are under tyranny because those we put in place have been corrupted. To restore a republic, not a democracy, that is the threat to freedom, we must look at each grim decision, each hateful speech and statement coming from our so-called officials, give a crooked grin and say, I find that inspiring. Be inspired to get involved, to take action, to run for office. Rudy showed me on the TV this morning. He, he, he gave a Christmas gift to the show and bought us a TV that several of the J6 folks now are running for office. Don't know who it is. It was just going across the bottom of the TV there. Were they not in the midst of a dark situation when they were arrested? But now they are inspired to do something, to become a part of the solution. America, as we thought we knew it, is in grave trouble. If we listen and look at what the elitists are up to, we could easily just say to heck with it all and surrender. But as for me... I will not. I will not light a cigar, but I tell you to take a deep breath. Inhale the inspiration of our founding fathers and be inspired. We have much, much to be grateful for here in the United States of America. I go through a lot of news in the mornings and in the evenings I watch it all night long. Last night I did join Mindy Patterson's uh well it wasn't hers but she had encouraged us and I think at one point there was 250 some that were on that call or on that uh Zoom meeting whatever you want to call it with the county commissioners there in Florida no in Nevada. There were many very outspoken 
against the um, family coming in there with their with their uh, magic act, including their two tigers, their Bengal tigers. You could tell that they, and some of them admitted that they were part of HSUS or another radical group for animal rights, not human rights, animal rights. And you could tell that they were ignorant of the animals. They were ignorant of the situation or they were out and out lying. And there were about three of them that you could tell had a script in front of them. Now, years ago when I was working for Derry Brownfield, he got all excited. Now, some of you men may, may get this, but the PETA girls were in town and they were dressed in lettuce. So he wanted to see them and they came in and they had bikinis on that they had it make it look like they were lettuce leaves. But when he, and he had them on the air and every time he tried to ask them a question, they went back to their script. They knew nothing about raising hogs or raising cattle or poultry or anything. They knew nothing about that. But they had a script in front of them. And they had been taught that you should not eat animals. And therefore, that's all he got. He was very disappointed. He was disappointed because they actually had fabric on instead of lettuce leaves. But he was disappointed... (laughs) that they could not carry on a decent conversation. Well, that's what you get when you have the bimbos in. (laughs) The The great congressional deception of the American people. Have we become so lazy and so self-absorbed that we join things like PETA and HSUS. You know, I think of HSUS and I think of, and she just passed away, Betty White, who loved animals. If she really knew what that company or that organization was doing, I don't believe she would have supported them. Because they really didn't think you should have a puppy dog for a pet. Any more than these people thought those Bengal tigers should be in a cage. Where have we come? And where are we going, America? Can we have the vision that our founding fathers had once upon a time? Do you know back in, uh, boy, it's been a year ago already, New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve in 2021, I shared with you many Quotes, but we were talking about George Washington and some of the things that he had done and, and in the words of his final, uh, speech to the American people, his farewell address, they call it. And within that program, I brought to you the fact that our founding fathers, they weren't fond of political parties. You know, when we read uh, Thomas Paine and he talks about the Tories, oh, the Tories. But they were not fond of Republican and Democrat or Whigs and Tories and political parties. 
It says, ironically, both Hamilton's Federalists and Jefferson's Democratic Republicans, as the parties would become known, disapproved of parties. The founders did not believe, as modern Democrats do, that partisan competition is an asset to the political order under what they called free government. Now, that's just a part of uh, Tony's book, pamphlet. But think about it. Think about what we see. Just this week, think about what we have seen. Or last week with the J6 celebration or remembrance or whatever you want to call it. Think about what's going on. There's something not right. Isn't there? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Be inspired. Become not a Republican, but a part of the Republic. And let's get her restored for our children and our grandchildren. Or they will live in constant tyranny. And we'll be right back. Turn to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Rudy handed me an article today, and it, it goes back to a gentleman, F.A. Hayek, and uh, he talked about in a book that he wrote, which I'm trying to find the name of that, The Road to Serfdom, about collectivism and individualism. Now, you heard me complain about what I didn't hear when the Supreme Court was listening to, I guess you call it a hearing, where they were listening to the arguments against and for mandated uh, vaccines and going through OSHA. What I didn't hear the Supreme Court say was the word constitution. I didn't hear them talk about individualism, individual rights. I did hear them talk about collective community. If you listen to both the left and the right, you'll hear that. You don't hear a lot. Maybe once in a while it'll fall out of the right's mouth, but you don't hear a lot about individual rights. That's what America was. That's what set us apart from all other nations. That and we had guns. That set us apart from all of them. Freedom of religion. We didn't have a king. We were a representative republic. Not a democracy. There are some democratic rules or laws, but we are a republic. Well, we were established to be that. We're going to talk about that collectivism and into individualism here in just a second. I want to read one more thing from the first page. This is just the first page of anti... I'm not going to call him Anthony. I'm going to call him Tony. He says here, about 30 years after our nation was established separately, and neither knowing the other had shared similar opinions, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson 
both lamented in private letters to different friends that political parties would be the downfall of the nation. That is also something when you walk into the room that isn't right. The division, is it a, div- is it a division, these two party systems, or are they collectively working for the same thing? Just this week, no, it's last week, on the 6th, we were all appalled at, at Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, when he called the insurrectionists, he called them domestic terrorists. And then we're all clapping for him when he starts rigging into, uh, the FBI. Were there FBI people there? Were there, was this an FBI guy, Kenya? And they wouldn't answer and they couldn't answer and they said, I can't say, sir. So what is it, Ted? Are you for us or against us? Which is it? There was no insurrection. None. Not on January 6th. But as my quote said this morning, and I've already lost it, slowly these two parties, slowly these elected officials have turned our constitutional republic into tyranny. Yes, they did it. You can go back and we will study this with, um, uh, Anthony, with Tony and Tiso. We will study it. And he does tell at the end his opinion on how we can fix it. And guess what? It's you that can fix it. And when I had the gentleman on from Kansas City with starting We the People, guess what his solution is? You can fix it. Think about that. And Anthony and Tiso, I, I, I mentioned to him, I said, you know, I've got people angry with me because I don't support this, uh, this, uh, amendment five, what do they call that? This constitutional convention that they want to do? Can you correct me on the term? Convention of the states. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Convention of the states. And I have never trusted it. It was, it was one of those things, it doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right about this. It should be right if you didn't have the two-party system taking control. So I asked Anthony about it yesterday when we were talking on the phone, and he chuckled. He said, no, it won't work because it still lands in the lap of the legislature. And they're all corrupt. They're the problem. I think I wrote something and did a show here a few years back. Congress is the crisis. Congress is the crisis. Presidents come and presidents go. And we know Joe Biden is not president. Yes, he's sitting there. Yes, he's got the title. But he isn't the one calling the shots. No. He's not. He gets up and performs and then he goes back. He gets up and performs, and then he goes, boy. Bureaucracy. The deep state. 
somebody was playing a segment last night about Deep State. And it went back to Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld gave a speech the day before 9-11. And he talked about the Deep State. Now, Rumsfeld was no, he was no good guy. But once in a while, (laughs) these folks let it slip, don't they? Collectivism is a perspective on human life and action. It views people as a blob, requiring unification. They need to all be one. Everybody's going the same direction. Individualism is the opposite, because it sees humanity as an abstract composed of unique individuals, each one with a mind and rights of his own. Whoa. They each have a mind and a right of their own choices. They can make choices. Well, not if you believe in collectivism. Collectivism is also socialism and communism. Individualism is what we were based on with our constitutional republic. And you know what struck me funny here? It kind of came to my mind that artists, these Hollywood artists, they call themselves artists, how many of them are Democrat? What would it be like if, of course, they kind of all do think the same, but a true artist is just a little different. If you've ever been the mother of one, you know. A true artist has a a different personality, not a bad personality. They're more, I don't know, they, they can just, they come up with different things, different ideas. Well, I think all five of my sons are that way. But I have a couple of them that are really artistic. Not autistic, artistic. And a, and I consider all of my boys wise, but there are some that I will ask questions of before I would ask questions of another. It depends on what the question is. <laughs> if it's a certain question, I'll go to one boy, and if it's a certain question, I'll go to the other. I'm not playing favorites here. I'm just telling you that they are individual. Many, many ways, they are peas in a pod. They are their father, but they are individual. And if you've ever dealt with someone who is truly artistic, they think differently. They move differently. They groove differently. (laughs) But collectivism, they want it all to be the same. That's not equality. That's the equity they scream about. You and I are not the same. You're more than likely taller than me. You're more than likely more educated than me. We are not the same. But by golly, we're equal. I may have to step on a chair to reach something, but we're equal. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Collectivism and individualism. What is Americanism? Nationalism. Patriotism. We're just full of isms today. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio, and we'll be right back.
Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's vine-to-bar. Vine-to-bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. 
The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, um, we're talking about collectivism and individualism. And I'm going to just flat out say it. Collectivism, you know, the good for the whole community, is not what our founding fathers wanted. Oh, that is democracy. But that's not freedom and independence. You see, a constitutional republic is set apart because it protects individual rights. An individual can think outside the box, think for themselves. You can help the whole community without necessarily making everyone do the same thing like they're trying to do now with these mandates. Everyone must get a shot. Everyone must wear a mask. It's ridiculous. And I used to talk about my kids when they were sick. When I had one that was sick, he was treated with the medication. He was treated differently. I didn't give the other ones medication so I could be equal to them all. It wasn't an equity thing. It was a common sense thing. They've lost all common sense with this pandemic. They've lost all common sense with this election of 2020. It's abhorrent that they think you should not even question it when there are so many things that were irregular. I mean, it's one thing to wake up in the morning and find out that the other guy took you and you, and won the, won the race. But when you actually lost votes in the night, Something needs to be questioned, doesn't it? Nancy Pelosi, I believe, wanted the riot to happen. It fit their narrative. They knew if this riot happened, if things got out of hand, then... The questioning of the votes of the Electoral College would be no more. And those who were going to question and vote against it were put in fear to let's just get her done and get out of here. Nancy Pelosi made sure there was not enough coverage, security for that day. Nancy Pelosi, not President Donald Trump, who called, who offered them 10,000 troops. No, she refused them. So, who was planning an insurrection or a riot? 
the same party that had been doing it through the throughout the year of 2020. Only this time, the rioters must be wearing mega hats, and we will call them insurrectionists, and we will arrest them, and we will put the fear of uh, democracy into these people, and they will think twice before they vote again. And we will make sure that we are stay in charge and we will vote that all people in the United States can vote, not citizens, but all people. (laughs) If they're the ones we like, we'll let them vote two or three times. When you enter the room and you have that feeling, that sense that something isn't right, something isn't right in America, And what went wrong didn't just happen last year. It happened a long time ago. But it is escalating to where American people are going, well, well, wait a minute, wait wait, wait a minute, something ain't right, something ain't right. Something's not right. (laughs) What was it we said? Something's happening in here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I better beware. Stop. Those were some of the songs from my teenage years. (laughs) They weren't necessarily good songs. But when you stop and you think about it, something is happening right here in the United States of America. On a country that used to be set apart. And now it doesn't look a whole lot different than any other country. I've received phone calls in my office in the past. haven't haven't happened in the last couple of weeks, but from other countries. And they're, they're saying, one was from Canada, what are you guys doing down there? What are you thinking? That was when Obama was still president. Freedom. It doesn't come free. And it doesn't come easy. And if you want it, you yourself must be willing to work for it. I'm running out of time. I had these questions. We'll be here tomorrow. Um, these are questions that should be put before the J6 committee. And we'll talk about those tomorrow. They're very, very good. But I want you to think about collectivism. We all want the best for our community, but that doesn't mean you want everybody in the community to be, you know, the same. There was a, what was that movie, The Stepford Wives? <laughs> they all had to do the same thing, wear the same thing, do the same. We don't want to be a country of Stepford Wives. I never saw that movie. I just heard about it. We don't want that. We want the best for our community which means we need the best for each person individually. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the same thing. What's best for Rudy is not necessarily best for Beth. Same thing with my husband. We're not the same. But we can work together to accomplish goals that we believe in. I'm excited about Anthony and Tiso's book. 
I'm excited about the We the People organizations that are coming up and popping up. We the people of Jackson County. We need to see them in every county in Missouri and every county throughout the United States. But before we can fix it, America, we have to recognize the problem. The problem is, my friends, unfortunately, we are already under tyranny. We were under tyranny before Biden ever became president, before he was installed. We were under tyranny before President Barack Obama. We were under tyranny even under Ronald Reagan, who we love. Because the two-party system has driven us to tyranny. Experience hath shown that even under the best forms of government, those entrusted with power have, in time and by slow operations, perverted it into tyranny. And that means the Anthony Fauci's, that means the Nancy Pelosi's, and even the Ted Cruz's. <gasps> I heard the gasp. He was talking to two different folks this week and last week. But did he accomplish anything? It's up to you, America. It's always been up to you. You're the Dorothy with the red slippers. Let's click them and bring America home. Home. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. They will attack you. They will slander you. They will seek to destroy your career and your family. They will seek to destroy everything about you, including your reputation. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. They're criminals. I'm going to open up our libel laws so when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, we can sue them and win lots of money. We're going to open up those libel laws. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to PreserveTheNation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.